right, about 50 seconds. Okay. Thirty seconds. Ten seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back here to Pleasanton for our final game of the night as the Bulldogs, the number one seed, playing host here to Axtell. Axtell with uh, the win the other night on Saturday to qualify here after winning the 8-9 matchup. Now they come in with a record of 9-9 on the season, and, well, all you got to do is defeat the defending conference champion, the defending state champion, the number one team in the state, and uh, Pleasanton has uh, looked the part all season long, their only loss coming to Adams Central by a single bucket. And again, Adams Central is a team that's a couple of classes larger than uh, Pleasanton. And they were rated in the top five in class C1 at the time. So Pleasanton right now on a roll. And they are looking every part like the conference favorite. And the last time these two teams got together, it was Pleasanton on opening night with a 57-16 to 16 win. So, again, they are a heavy, heavy favorite here tonight against uh, the Wildcats, who are a little short-staffed. Jesse Petran, their leading scorer, their leading rebounder, the 5'5 junior, unavailable tonight because she had uh, some foot surgery. And as a result, uh, we will not see her in action tonight. That is our injury report brought to you by your family physical therapy and sports center, getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We're going to step away for a moment, and we'll continue with more of our pregame show, brought to you, as always, by Hogemeyer Hybrids. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll give you the starters here from Pleasanton right after this. You're clear. So a couple minutes here. I think we might be doing National Anthem here, too, I would assume. Okay. We're going to do... <clears throat> Yeah, here's National Anthem time. All right, I'll just be listening. Okay.
All right. 30 seconds. <clears throat> or do you want longer than that? No, no, that'd be fine. Sounds good. Ten seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Time now for our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For Axtell, it'll be Trinity Houchin, a 5'5 sophomore who averages 4.7 points and three and a half rebounds. Abby Snell, 5'7 senior, averages 2.7 points and three rebounds. Lexi Ekhoff, a 5'10 sophomore, averages six points and 8.8 rebounds. J.C. Smith, 5'8 senior, averages six points and three and a half rebounds. And Paige Lindau, 5'9 senior, who averages four points and 4.3 rebounds. Here for head coach Brian Hubbard. Now for Pleasanton, 17-1 and one on the season. They're the top seed, and their starters are Natalie Siegel, a 5'6 senior, who averages 6.4 points and 2.9 rebounds. Bell Pates, 5'9 senior, averages 11.2 points and 4 rebounds. Katie Linder, 6-foot-tall senior, averages 11 points and 4.5 rebounds. And Casey Pierce, 5'8 senior, who averages 12.6 points, 5.3 rebounds. And Chelsea Fisher, 6'2 senior, 10.7 points and 6.7 rebounds. That's your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. We're underway here as that wraps up our pregame show. And it will be Pleasanton basketball as they win the opening tip. They've got it in the offensive end, and they're working it on the right side here for Bell Pates. She's going to get the ball on this left wing now and kick right back out here for Natalie Siegel. Siegel will get the ball back out right side for Pierce. Casey will cycle through. Now they'll skip it over here for Bell Pates. Bell throws it on the baseline. Pierce is going to drive, puts up a quick little runner. It's up and in. A little runner there. Didn't really get much air, but didn't need to. She found that open area. And now it's 2-0 Pleasanton. And Axtell facing some great pressure here as uh, the Bulldogs knock the ball in the backcourt. But J.C. Smith comes out with it. She's got a three on two. She's going to drive. A little runner is going to be no good and rebounded by Fisher. So Chelsea on the rebound very quickly. They'll get the up here for Linder. And Linder will get the ball back out for Pierce, uh, to Fisher rather. And Fisher is going to hit a 15-foot jumper. Basically a trail two-pointer from the free throw line. So Abby Snell will face some pressure. She'll give the ball back, giving it uh, back out here for Schmidt. Ball's loose, and we're going to have a 10-second violation. They can't get it across the timeline as J.C. Schmidt got it, but uh, probably about second number 11 there. And so Axdell's going to turn it over Pleasanton with good pressure on. And Pierce will just give the ball in the backcourt here for Natalie Siegel. Siegel will give left side for Pates. Pates throws it on the baseline, and they're going to snap the ball right back out here for Bell Pates. On the right wing, she's going to pull up for the three-pointer. That's no good. Backside rebound by Natalie Siegel. And she was trying to throw it inside, but stepping in is Trinity Houchin to make the steal. And so Houchin will help bring the ball up right side here for Schmidt. Houchin has it at the top of the circle. 1-3-1 one, one zone here for Pleasanton. And uh, making the steal here is going to be Natalie Siegel. Siegel has fallen out of bounds. Couldn't do much with it, except she was able to throw it off the uh, legs of Paige Lindau. And turn the ball over. And a timeout being taken here by Axtell. 6.08 to go here in quarter number one. It's already 4-0 Pleasanton. And the Bulldogs have the basketball. When we come back after this timeout, brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. 
And you're clear. <clears throat> Just a 30. Sounds good. <clears throat> 10 seconds. And uh, also, we have quite a bit of spots for like individual game sponsors, just so you know. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Our timeouts brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need is specializing in you. Go Chubbert Fraxdell. Wanted to kind of talk about handling the pressure here for Pleasanton. Pleasanton will bring it up after forcing another turnover. Siegel brings in the offensive side. They'll dump the ball down low. Bell Pates is going to post up. Shot's going to be no good. And she's going to push from the backside trying to get the ball. And that'll be the first foul of the game here on Bell Pates. First foul of the ball game goes against Bell Pates. They'll pressure the ball here again. Schmidt will throw the ball up ahead, and I think we're going to have a reach called here on Pierce. Yeah, that'll be on Casey Pierce. So the Wildcats have uh, collected a couple of uh, fouls here, but they haven't got across the timeline yet. They'll give it here for Snell. Over here for Houchin. Trinity Houchin will lob it up ahead. Schmidt's got it on that right sideline. Kicks it right back out here for Houchin in the offensive end. Now right sideline for Schmidt. And they'll get it between the circles here for Snell. In the paint. Coming up with it is Lindau. But Lindau has her shot blocked by Fisher. She comes up with the ball. Long outlet pass. And that's going to be an easy layup here for Siegel. So Fisher got the block, got the rebound, and then the long outlet pass to set up Siegel for the bucket. Snell is across the timeline for Axtell. Now they'll bounce it in the paint. Get the ball right back out here for Houchin. Houchin working against the pressure of Katie Linder. And the jumper on the left side up good. Abby Snell drains the three-pointer to cut the lead in half. It's 6-3 to three as we've now played three minutes. Right wing, Siegel's got it. She'll be picked up defensively here by Snell as Wildcats right now going man-to-man. Pierce going to kick it right side. Three-pointer going to be no good for Pates. And the rebound by Schmidt. So here comes Axtell. They're double-teaming the basketball. Houchin's in a little trouble. She has it stolen away, and Linder's going to get the layup. So a steal and a layup here for Katie Linder as they forced another turnover. And now on the bounce here is Snell. She'll give it up to the sideline here for Houchin. Houchin across the timeline, falls down, but is able to roll it up ahead here for Eckhoff. She'll give it to Lindau. Lindau's going to drive and be fouled. I think that might be on Fisher. That'll be her first. And a couple of free throws coming up here for Pinage Lindau. They trail it 8-3 here. Lindau will have a couple of free throws. She's a 69% free throw shooter, and that one's a little short. She'll have uh, one more opportunity at it here. Winner of this game will be taking on Overton. They won comfortably tonight against Amherst, and the second free throw is good for Lindau. So it's now 8-4. to four. And on the bounce here is going to be Siegel on that right side. Now they're zoning as they'll throw it on the baseline here for Pates. Pates gets the ball on the baseline. She drives, loses the ball, but it's going to be tipped out here for Natalie Siegel. Back to Siegel after she gave it to Pierce. 
Siegel will give it to Page, who drives the baseline, kicks it back out top of the circle. Siegel will look to her right. There's Pierce. She'll fire a three. It's bouncing around no good and rebounded by Snell. Abby Snell with the rebound, quickly up court to Lindau, and she has the ball knocked out of bounds away from her. And I think the ball is out of bounds. going to be off of Axtell, so that's going to be a turnover. From behind, Bell Pates was able to knock the ball loose. Axtell got it, but they were out of bounds when they reeled it in, so that'll be a turnover forced by Pates, who has the basketball now on the right side. She's going to skip it out here over for Haley Mulring, who came in during that stoppage. She'll cycle through after they give it here for Fisher. She'll give left side here for Siegel. She'll fire a three. That's no good, and the rebound is going to be off the hands of Pates, and it belongs to Axtell. 8-4 early on here for the top seed Pleasanton Bulldogs. 8-4. And they'll pressure the ball. It'll be knocked out of bounds by Pates. So we'll have to inbound it now on the sideline. And again, to trigger it in, here's going to be J.C. Schmidt for Axtell. And they'll throw it on the baseline here for Snell. Snell really didn't reel it in, but Lexi Ekhoff was able to track it down. Now Schmidt will bring it across the timeline. And she'll give it here left side for Snell. Snell picked up man-to-man there by Pierce. And Pierce will deflect it down, and the ball is loose. Coming up with it here is going to be Katie Linder. Linder, after the turnover, brings in the offensive end. They're going to have to reset the offense. Siegel gives left side here for Molring. Over there for Pierce. She'll skip it over for Pates. Pates behind that three-point arc. We'll give it off for Siegel. Siegel tries to lob it down low. A little high for Linder. Linder is going to have to kick it out. She draws a lot of attention, so she'll kick the ball back out here for Mollering. Now back here left side for Pierce, and she'll hit a three. Fired the three in rhythm. She's got five in the quarter, and it's now 11-4. to four. Long pass going to be deflected by Pates, but then picked up by Houchin, and Houchin's going to lay it up and in. Trinity Houchin able to uh, reel that one in after it was tipped, and she gets a layup as a result. Linder, top of the key, driving. Now she'll snap it here on the left side. Thinking about the shot is going to be Siegel, but she'll penetrate and kick right side here for Pierce. She'll throw it out left side for Molring. Now top of the circle with it is Siegel as they move the ball around very quickly. Siegel wants to post it up, or they're going to skip it over the top to Pierce. Pierce will give it in the paint back to Pierce, and she'll fire a three, too strong, and rebounded underneath by Snell, but Snell's outlet pass can't be reeled in here by Schmidt, and Schmidt taps that number 13 jersey on the front there and says, that's my bad. I should have had that. As it is, it'll be Pleasanton basketball after the turnover, and it'll be snapped in here by Haley Mulring. Back to Mulring, and Mulring's pass is a little uh, flip as it was partially deflected, but Pierce picks it up. Now Pierce has it again. She'll use a little screen, give left side here for Mulring. Entry pass inside here, and the jump are going to be good for Chelsea Fisher. Good pass on that baseline to uh, get that bucket. And now four for Fisher, five for Pierce. And they're going to force another turnover or not. The ball's loose on the ground. Molring can't come up with it. She had it momentarily. Then getting the ball back is Lindau and a timeout being taken by Axtell. Minute 22 to go here. Axtell with the basketball. They call the timeout. We'll take the timeout with them. Brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. 13-6 is our score. We're back right after this. You're clear. Sorry, I, I had the, didn't click the button. 
How long? All right, 10 seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Axtell with the basketball. Minute 18 to go here, first quarter. They're facing good pressure, but a long pass up ahead to Schmidt. She'll give it right side to Snell. Snell will step into an open three. It's no good. And rebounded in the corner here by Molring. And then Molring loses the ball. She's being pressured from the backside there by Audrey Nelson. Uh, check that, rather. That was Lindau, 22, not 23. And now the ball will stay here with Axtell. As on that left side, Houchin has it. Trinity shut off on the baseline by Molring. And they'll work it in the paint, miss the target, and that will be another Axtell turnover. Their seventh of the quarter. Final minute of quarter number one, bringing it up is Pierce. She'll cycle through as she kicked it into the corner. Now top of the circle with it is uh, going to be Molring. She'll give it to Linder. Linder will give it up on this right side for Pierce. Pierce back left side for Siegel. And then top of the circle, they had it momentarily. Now they give it on the baseline. Driving here is going to be Bell Pates. She'll kick it top of the circle. Now with 30 seconds left. Pleasanton already with a 13-6 lead. And they'll kick it off here for Natalie Siegel. 22 seconds left. With it is Pierce. She's open for three. Missed the three. And the rebound is going to finally be tracked down by Abby Snell. Snell being double teamed is able to give the ball up ahead. And now on the run is Schmidt. Nine seconds left. Schmidt driving through traffic. And she's going to be fouled. And I think they're going to call it on Haley Molring. Molring came up with the ball, but there was a lot of bodies in there. And they're actually going to call Natalie Siegel with the foul. And that will be her first. So Axtell will inbound underneath their own hoop for Pleasanton. Reagan Weisdorf are going to check in here. They don't want a cheap foul for anybody. They'll get the ball right side for Schmidt. Schmidt for three, no good. Rebounded by Pates. Bell will shoot a half-court shot. Too strong. And so the first eight minutes are in the books. And Pleasanton with a 13-6 lead over Axtell will return to Pleasanton right after this. And you're clear. Thirty seconds. <clears throat> Ten seconds. Five, four, three. Two, one. Our broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road here in Pleasanton, bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing's on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-doing towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. 13 to uh, 6. Pleasanton has never trailed in the game, but Axtell hanging with them, and they've got the basketball to start the second quarter. Paige Lindau on the baseline will kick the ball back out here for Snell. Snell gets it back on that uh, right wing, throws it for Lindau. Lindau drives the baseline, has it stolen by Natalie Siegel. 
So Siegel will bring the ball up court, throw it right side for Pates. Back inside here for Fisher. Fisher's shot going to be no good. And Houchin will pull down the board. So here's Axtell on the run. It goes out of bounds and off the foot of Reagan Weisdorfer. And J.C. Smith will inbound here for the Wildcats. And it's a dangerous pass as Weisdorfer steps up and makes the steal. Nine turnovers now on Axtell. And that's going to be the second turnover on Pleasanton. That entry pass is going to be stolen away by Lindau on the baseline. And bringing it up here is going to be Snell. Snell, long pass. Lindau will step through, put up a shot. No good. Rebounded by Weisdorfer. Weisdorfer hands off here to Siegel. Siegel's going to drive all the way in. Shot no good. Weisdorfer fighting for the rebound. It's going to be a scrum on the ground. And that's going to end up being a hell ball. And that basketball is going to belong here to Pleasanton. They've got the arrow, so they've got the basketball. Siegel is going to inbound it. Pates, open on this left side, is going to shoot an open three in and out. No good. And the loose ball picked up by Weisdorfer. She's going to kiss it off the glass and in. Reagan Weisdorfer got the two after that three looked like it was going to fall for Pates. She got the board in the bucket. Lexi Ekoff will help bring the ball up court here for Axtell. They throw the ball here right side for Snell. Top of the circle, Schmidt's going to drive, and Schmidt's going to slide to a stop. That's going to be turnover number 10 on Axtell. 15-6, our score here in Pleasanton. As top seed, the hometown Bulldogs looking pretty good. Taryn Flood came in during the stoppage, and she got the ball on the right side. They work around the perimeter. Weisdorfer will skip it over here for Siegel. Back here left side for Pates. Into the corner for Weisdorfer. Weisdorfer throws it on the baseline for Fisher. And Fisher had the ball knocked out of her hand. She tried to get it back. She was the last to touch it as it goes out of bounds. So that'll be a turnover on Pleasanton. Good defense there for Axtell. So Axtell will inbound. They give it to Houchin. Now on the right sideline is Snell. Back to Houchin. She's across the timeline. And uh, an errant pass. That's going to be another hell ball as Weisdorfer was able to tie it up. And it's uh, going to go here to Axtell. So they'll maintain the possession. Pierce and Linder checking back in for Pleasanton. With 6-11 to go before halftime. 15-6 is our score. Snell works it down that sideline for Houchin. Houchin's going to throw it cross court. Here for Lexi Ekoff. Back left side for Houchin. Houchin lost the ball. It's going to fly into the backcourt. And Pleasanton comes up with it. Linder, she'll give the ball up, and it's going to be a layup. After Linder came up with the ball, she was able to throw it to Siegel, and Siegel's going to lay it up and in. Uh, Points off of the turnover here for Pleasanton. They're trying to force another turnover. Dribbling through some pressure is Ekoff, and uh, her bounce pass is going to be intercepted here by Pierce. Pierce gives it up left side. We're going to get a bucket and a foul. Natalie Siegel went in with that offhand on the left side, kissed it off the glass. She was fouled on the back, and she will go to the line for one shot as J.C. Schmidt will pick it up. 19-6, to our score with 5.36 to go here before halftime. Free throw is up and good here for Siegel. She now has seven in the game. It's 20-6 to in favor of the top seed, Pleasanton. Across the timeline on the drill. Bounce here is going to be Schmidt. Schmidt gives the ball up ahead. And the drive by Ekhoff, no good. But she's fouled 
And Lexi Ekhoff will get the line for a couple. And that's going to be on Fisher. That's going to be her second. So to the line here is Ekhoff, a 44% free throw shooter. And the first one is up and no good. She's got one more coming up here with 5.26 to go in quarter number two. Second free throw is up, rolls around, no good. Only one foul against Axtell, five against Pleasanton so far. The free throw, no good. Rebounded by Casey Pierce. And now they're going to skip the ball over on this right side for Siegel. So give it for Pierce near that baseline. She'll be picked up there defensively by Lindau. And back around the perimeter we go. Linder gave it away, gets it back on this left side. And she'll throw it out here for Belle Pates. Pates, as soon as she catches it, starts driving. And she'll kiss it off the glass for her first field goal of the game. She was moving forward before the ball even got there. Jaden Robinson had the basketball. She's able to give it back. And Eckhoff now makes the catch on the other side of the timeline. So Axtell brings it up ahead. They'll give it right side here for Snell. Snell will shoot a two. Her head, her toe on the line. And she hits a long jumper on this right wing. So she's got five in the game. It's now 22-8 to eight in favor of Pleasanton. Pass deflected, but quick enough to track it down is Katie Linder. So they'll give it off to Bell Pates. Bates tries to lob it inside here for Fisher, and it's going to be knocked away from her by Robinson. So Pleasanton will inbound on the baseline. J.C. Schmidt back to work here for Axtell after having a quick little breather. Linder will inbound on the baseline. And she's trying to get it inside here for Fisher. And the ball is going to be knocked out of bounds by Abby Snell. So they'll try it again, Will Pleasanton. And this time, they'll give it off here on the right side for Pierce. Pierce will give it at the free throw line for Linder. She wanted to shoot a 15-footer. She sure could have. But instead, they'll give it to Fisher. And Fisher's going to post up. Shot's no good. And she's going to be called for the foul, trying to get the rebound. Just a little frustrated she missed that one. That's probably one reason why she... Uh, Committed the little reach there, and Haley Mollering is going to come in here for Fisher. That's going to be her third foul. So to inbound here is going to be J.C. Schmidt. Schmidt gets it to Snell. Back to Schmidt. Schmidt across the timeline. She used a, a screen underneath the basket to get all the way to midcourt. And she'll give it to Paige Lindau. Lindau enters it in the paint here for Ekhoff. Ekhoff will post up and score. Alexei Ekhoff. With her first points of the game. And it's now 22 to 10. On the bounce here, Siegel. Give it between the circles here for Casey Pierce. Pierce snaps it left side for Mollering. Over on this left wing for Siegel. They look to the inside, but they'll give it between the circles here for Pierce. Right side, Pates. On the baseline, Siegel. She'll get the ball on this left side. Penetration for Linder. And Mollering will snap the ball out over here for Siegel. She'll shoot a three, no good. And rebounded by Axtell. Houchin on the dribble after the rebound. Drive, shot's no good. An offensive rebound. That shot won't fall here for Ekhoff. And the rebound is going to go out of bounds. Last touch by Pleasanton. So the ball is going to stay on this offensive end for Axtell. Trailing it 22-10. to 3-12 to go. Here before halftime. They throw it in the backcourt. Bringing it up here is Snell. Snell being picked up man-to-man by Pierce. So she'll kick the ball back out here for Schmidt. Schmidt cycles through after passing it off. Snell now has it. They give it back to Schmidt on that left side, working against Siegel. Entry pass down low for Eckhoff. Eckhoff shot's no good. 
a full scrum trying to get that basketball, and it'll be tied up. It's going to belong here to Pleasanton. So a held ball will give them possession. Checking in here for Axtell is going to be Amanda Klein. And Siegel will dribble across the Bulldog logo here at Pleasanton High School. Give it right side for Pierce. Pierce will cycle through after giving on the baseline for Mulring. Man-to-man defense right now for Axtell. We'll give it left side here for Pierce. Pierce gives it back uh, over for Siegel. They try to enter it in, and it's going to be stolen away. Lexi Eckhoff comes up with the basketball. And now on the bounce here is going to be Schmidt. So Schmidt gives here left side for Houchin. Houchin drives the baseline, ran into Bell Pates, and that's going to be a tough foul on Pates, but it is a foul. And that's going to be now seven team fouls. So that'll be a one-and-one here for Trinity Houchin. So seven fouls on Pleasanton, only one against Axtell. Houchin, 45% free throw shooter. That's the front end here, and it's no good. Nothing but white jerseys reeling it down is Pierce. Pierce, long pass up ahead here for Natalie Siegel, and her wraparound pass is going to go out of bounds. They were trying to connect with Bell Pates and just missed the target. That's one of those if that pass is completed. It's a layup. And the officials are going to get together. I thought that that ball was touched by Axtell. The officials are going to get together and huddle this up. Jimmy Langan going to bring together the meeting of the Zebras. And the call's going to stay the same. Nobody saw anything different. So the ball is going to be inbounded here by Schmidt. Schmidt will throw the ball up ahead. And again, there's no pressure in front of Amanda Klein, so she'll bring the ball all the way up court. And she will bounce it here for Schmidt. She'll set a screen. Schmidt will come off of it. She'll stop in the free throw line, and the ball is going to be picked up by Linder. Linder with the steal, gives it up ahead for Pierce. Pierce on the drive, shot no good. Offensive rebound, shot won't fall again. And uh, dribbling out with the rebound again here is going to be Linder. Linder is going to kick it over for Pates. Baseline jumper no good. Another offensive rebound by Linder. Linder with the bound and the bucket. And a timeout, Pleasanton with a minute 36 to go. It's 24-10. Pleasanton with lead over Axtell. Timeout Pleasanton brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. We're back to Pleasanton right after this. You are clear? Just a 30. All right. <laughs> 10 seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. As always, our timeouts brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. Minute 36 to go here before halftime. 24 to 10, Pleasanton with a 14-point lead. They've never trailed, but they also haven't left Axel in the dust by any stretch of the imagination. Remember, we had a running clock the first time these two teams got together on opening night. Right now, Axel trying to hang tough. As Schmidt works against a little pressure here by Linder. She's in the offensive end. That's going to be a hell ball possession arrow 
pointing to the Wildcats. So to inbound it here is going to be J.C. Schmidt. And five-second count going on. And finally, coming up is Ekhoff to come up with the basketball. They'll give the ball left side here for Klein. Klein's pass nearly stolen away by Linder. And dribbling is going to be Schmidt. But Schmidt having trouble finding anybody to pass to. It's going to be a turnover. It's going to be a two-on-one. Driving here is Linder, and Linder's going to lay it up and in. So they forced a turnover, and Pleasanton certainly had numbers. They had a two-on-one fast break. And now Linder will pressure the basketball again. Schmidt, with that dribble, brings in the offensive end. She'll be then shut off by Mulring. And the pass deflected. It's on the ground. Going down there is Siegel to tie it up. And that'll be a hell ball between Siegel and Houchin. And the arrow is pointing to to, uh, Pleasanton. So they'll have the ball here for 52.7 seconds. Here in the second quarter, pass left side here for Pierce. Pierce is going to cycle through after passing the mole ring. Back around to Weisdorfer. Reagan came in during the stoppage, and Joe give it to Siegel. Right wing to mole ring. Mole ring will dribble out. Get it in the paint. Here's Katie Linder on the drive, and Katie Linder with her third bucket of the quarter. She's got eight points in the game. 28-10 in favor of Pleasanton. And across the timeline is Axtell. It takes a couple of bounces for the ball to get to Houchin, but she gets it. She'll throw it across here for Schmidt. And with 16 seconds left, Schmidt being stopped here with this 1-3-1 zone. And they'll get the ball back out for Snell. Now they'll snap it right side. Here's Schmidt. She's open for three, and she hits the three. J.C. Schmidt hits the three. Three seconds left. Natalie Siegel from three-quarter to court. Going to be short on the desperation three at the horn. So we head to the locker room where Pleasanton has a 28 to 13 lead over Axtell. We'll step away. We'll come back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. You're clear. couple minutes. Sounds good. Four, six, 13. <clears throat> Two, five, six, seven. Seven rebounds, but 14 turnovers. Two, four, six, seven. Six, eight. Four, five, seven, eight, ten, eleven. Thirty seconds. Thirty 
10 seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back here to Pleasanton, where the Bulldogs have a 28-13 lead over Axtell in the girls' quarterfinals of the Fort Carney Conference Tournament. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says, your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Checking the numbers here for Axtell. Leading the way for them so far is Abby Snell with five points and three rebounds. A couple of points and a couple of boards here for Trinity Houchin. Two points and one rebound for Lexi Ekov. J.C. Schmidt stroked in a three-pointer for her point total, and she's also got one rebound to go with those three points. And Paige Lindau, one out of two from the free-throw line for one point. Pleasanton has never trailed in the game. They have the halftime lead here at 28-13, to 13, and uh, they're being led by Katie Linder, who's got eight points in the ball game to go with a couple of rebounds. Natalie Siegel with seven points and one rebound. A couple of points and a couple of rebounds here for Reagan Weisdorfer. Two points, one rebound for Bell Pates. Five points, two rebounds for Casey Pierce. And Chelsea Fisher has four points and two rebounds. Unofficially, Pleasanton with 11 rebounds compared to seven for Axtell. Axtell has turned the ball over 14 times compared to four here for the Bulldogs. That's one reason why they lead it here, 28 to 13. We'll step away for a couple minutes and continue with more of our Ravenna Sanitation halftime report right after this. You're clear. Another couple minutes. You got it. Thirty seconds. Ten seconds.
five, four, three, two, one. Let's get you updated on the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament. Earlier tonight here on Power 99, you heard Overton, the number four seed, advanced over Amherst 36 to 24. They'll take on the winner of this game, and it appears like that will be top seed at Pleasanton. They lead it 28 to 13 at halftime. Or earlier on ESPN Radio, Loomis with the upset win over Sumner Eddieville Miller 36 to 33. So the sixth seed moves on. And right now, uh, Wilcox Hildreth with uh, the lead over Elm Creek. So the two-seed is in trouble right now, but Wilcox-Hildreth with a 10-7 to lead as they are very early on in the second quarter over on ESPN Radio. Tomorrow, here on Power 99 at 5 o'clock, Ansley Litchfield will be taking on SEM over in Loomis. That will be followed by Loomis taking on Overton at around 7.30. On ESPN Radio tomorrow, the day will start with Amherst taking on Pleasanton at 5, and then... Elm Creek, the two seed, they'll be on their home floor against Highline. And that one is set for about a 7.30 tip tomorrow on ESPN Radio. Don't forget, we'll have all the semifinals on Thursday and Friday, plus the consolations and championship games all on ESPN Radio on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That's 92.1 FM and 1460 AM. Once again, your halftime score, 28-13. to 13. Axtell has the lead right now over... Excuse me, Pleasanton has a lead over Axtell here in Pleasanton. A 15-point lead, and we'll start the third quarter right after this. You are clear. Do another couple minutes. Okay. Thirty seconds. Ten seconds. Five, four, three, 
two, one. It'll be Axtell basketball as we start the third quarter here. They trail at 28 to 17. And so the uh, Wildcats bring it up. Houchin on this left side. Faces in this 1-3-1 zone. Houchin gave it away. Gives it back out here for Schmidt. She'll give right side for Snell. So for Axtell, their regular starters are out there. And a long pass can be intercepted by Pierce. Pierce is going to drive in. Missed the shot, but got her own rebound and bucket. So she gets a steal. A rebound and a bucket there. And the pass on that left side is going to be knocked out of bounds for Linder. For these two teams, they just really want a good start to the third quarter. For Axtell, it isn't so much about whether you you win the game here down by now 17. They just need to uh, withstand this and try to keep things interesting. Entry pass inside going to be tipped away as the pass was initially stolen by Pleasanton. That's going to be the 15th turnover on Axtell. They just want to clean up those turnovers and keep this one interesting so they can kind of work on a few things against a really good basketball team. Posting up here is going to be Fisher. Fisher's shot's going to be no good, but working through that rebound is going to be Pates. Pates is going to give it off here for Pierce, and Pierce is going to hit a three. So five quick points here for Pierce. And a timeout being taken here by Axtell. 7.01 to go here, third quarter. Things building here for Pleasanton. Axtell wants to kind of stem the tide a little bit. This time out brought to you by ENT Positions at Carney. It's 33-13 to 13 back after this. And you're clear? Minute. Sounds good. How are we doing? Uh, we're, how are we doing on spots? Uh, not bad. The halftime definitely helped out. So I think we should probably get through all the individual game sponsorships at least by the end. Okay. Well, I'm hopefully going to be able to talk with both coaches. So that'll... Maybe allow us to have a couple more breaks. Sounds good. Thirty seconds. Oh, I gotta see if I can find our athletes of the month again since I don't get the emails. It's not like I gotta read it or anything. Oh wait, I do. He says with as much sarcasm as he can muster. Ten seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Axtell facing a little bit of pressure. They'll inbound the basketball. Schmidt up that sideline. Lost it, but she's able to get the ball back. She goes to the Houch and ten second count going on. Ball gonna be knocked loose. Tipped around. It goes in the backcourt. Linder can't come up with it. Last touch by Axtell. So Axtell's gonna turn the ball over for the sixteenth time. Here in the game as Pleasanton just doing what Pleasanton does, and that's pressure the basketball. They force the turnover, and now they're going to throw it in here for Pierce. Pierce is going to fire the three and hit the three. Eight points in the quarter here for Casey Pierce. Six of them from behind the arc. Dribbling is Houchin. Houchin loses the basketball again. They've got numbers. Pass up ahead to Linder, and Katie with the bucket. She's got ten in the game. Now right side, Houchin being double teamed again, trying to get the ball back to Schmidt, and it's going to go out of bounds. So four quick turnovers here for Axtell in the first minute and a half of the third quarter, and that came with a Brian Hubbard timeout to try to stem this tide. Pierce is going to inbound it, and she'll throw the ball here for Natalie Siegel. Siegel working the half-quarter offense, has Pates on that left side, but we'll give it between the circles here for Fisher. Skip pass over here for Siegel. She's going to fire the three. No good. Pates with the rebound, and Pates off glass. Good. Bell Pates with the board and the bucket. 
And pass deflected. Another turnover. Coming up with a loose ball is going to be Siegel. Siegel gives it on the baseline to Pierce. Back here for Bell Pates. Pates going to kick the ball back out. And it's going to go to Fisher. And Fisher will hit the jumper from 15 feet. Snell facing some pressure. Gets it to Trendy Houchin. Back to Snell on that right side. 29-point ball game as Axtell loses the ball. But it was last touched, I believe, by Bell Pates. And Reagan Weisdorfer going to check in. Also checking in the game uh, is Taryn Flood. So across the timeline here is going to be Axtell. 29-point lead. Snell, right side is going to fire a three. That's no good. And the rebound by Pierce. Pierce, she'll bring it across the timeline herself. She'll throw here on the right side for Weisdorfer. Reagan gives the top of the circle here for Haley Mollring. Also came in during the stoppage. Mollring will cycle through. And they'll give a top of the circle here for Weisdorfer. Weisdorfer plays a little catch there with Pierce on that left wing. They'll get it on the baseline here for Flood. Flood picked up defensively there by Snell. So they'll work back around the perimeter. Here's Pierce. Pierce will drive. She'll scoop and no good. But she gets her own rebound. She'll go right back up and she's going to be fouled. So she's hit a couple of threes. She's hit a deuce in this quarter, and now she'll uh, try to hit at least one one after Eckhoff can be called for the foul. Our athletes of the month for January are Boston Belcher of Wood River Girls Basketball and Gavin Sheen of Wilcox Hildreth Basketball. Our athletes of the month brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. Our winners are uh, receiving a certificate and a Platte River Prep shirt, again, presented by B&B Carpet in Donovan. Don't forget you can nominate your favorite athletes for Athletes of the Month at flatriverpreps.com. First free throw was good, and so is the second one here for Pierce. So Pierce, a hot quarter here. And Schmidt facing some pressure. We use the screen to bring it in the offensive end, but it's going to be stolen away here by Pierce. Pierce is going to drive, scoop, and score, and she's going to be fouled. Twelve points in the quarter so far for Casey Pierce. And she'll come out of the game. Uh, she's now got 1,000 points in her career. And a nice way to have that. Gives you a chance to kind of enjoy the moment here. As the fans have the 1,000-point club sign on that far sideline. And with it being a three-point play, she kind of gets to enjoy that moment a little bit. She doesn't have to drop back on defense. And the free throw is good. Make it 1,001 in the career of Casey Pierce. So J.C. Smith will inbound the basketball. Give it to Houchin here. And it is a 34-point lead. Pass up ahead. Ball going to be knocked loose. Coming up with it is going to be Eckhoff. Eckhoff's jumper going to be no good. Haley Molring's going to pull down the rebound. And Molring will throw here on the right side for Reagan Weisdorfer. Weisdorfer will cycle through after giving it to Taryn Flood. Flood will bounce it uh, out here for Kinsey Linder. Linder will give it left side for Weisdorfer. Her three's no good. Chelsea Fisher pulls down the rebound. And now they're going to skip it here on the right side for Flood. Taryn is going to fire a three, and we've got a foul on the rebound. That's going to be on Lexi Ekhoff. And for Axtell, Amanda Klein and Jaden Robinson are going to check in. 
Ball inbounded here for Fisher. Fisher's shot going to be no good, but a rebound on that left side by Weisdorfer. Weisdorfer with the board and the bucket. It's now 49-13. to 13. Bounce pass on the right side. Amanda Klein going to be picked up there by Weisdorfer. She'll give the ball to Schmidt. Schmidt dribbles top of the circle, gives it for Houchin. Houchin gave it away. Working a little pressure here is Schmidt. Schmidt will travel out near midcourt to uh, kind of relieve the pressure a little bit. She's picked up defensively by Mulring, and she'll give the ball here for Houchin. Houchin drives left side with that offhand, and she's going to run into Mulring, and Mulring going to be called for the foul. We'll see whether or not they say that was before the shot or not. Nope, it was as she was going up. So a couple of free throws coming up here for Axtell. And the free throw is up and a little bit short here for Houchin. Chelsea Fisher comes out of the game. She'll get a nice round of applause as Marina Zwiener will replace her. Houchin's second free throw is up no good and rebounded there by Taryn Flood. So Flood with the board. And with three and a half to go here in the quarter, Weisdorfer will throw right side for Zwiener. Off of a screen, they'll give it out here for Haley Mollring. Now left side for Weisdorfer. Weisdorfer doesn't want to shoot over the top of this zone, so she'll give the ball off there over on that left side. Haley Mollring going to drive. Shot's going to be no good. Offensive rebound in for Kinsey Linder. Can't get that shot to fall. And finally, Axtell comes out with the rebound. Snagging the board there is going to be Robinson. And now on that left side, the ball's going to be stolen away here by Mollring. Mollring with the steal. Long pass up ahead. And good uh, good backside defense here by Axtell as Audrey Nelson knocked the ball loose to keep Axtell from getting some points in transition. And they're going to inbound the basketball. They're going to give it off here for Zwiener. Zwiener for three, no good. No re- Another rebound by Robinson. And Robinson will bring it across the timeline herself. Now her pass is going to be deflected. Going to be intercepted by Flood. Flood's going to give it up here for Mulring, and Mulring will hit the left-hand layup. Haley Mulring with the first bucket of the ball game to make it now 51-13. to 38-point ball game. Right side, Nelson will hand the basketball here for Houchin. Houchin gives here on the right side for Amanda Klein. Now left out for Nelson. Nelson from the free-throw line is going to kick the ball out, and uh, Snell will... Penetrate a little bit, then kick back out here for Nelson. Nelson looks to that right side. Ball going to be knocked loose, but picking up the loose ball is going to be Nelson. Nelson will give it off to Robinson. Robinson, turnaround jumper, going to be blocked by Mulring, and then Mulring comes up with the basketball. And then a little extra step there because of some good Axtell defense. That'll be a turnover. Natalie Rasmussen and J.C. Flood going to report for duty here for Pleasanton. And Axtell going to inbound the basketball on the baseline. And they'll bounce it here for Paige Lindau. Lindau, it's going to be a hell ball. Possession arrow is pointing to Pleasanton. So a 2-0-1 to go here in the third quarter. A chance for Pleasanton to add on to a 51-13 lead. Right side, Taryn Flood has the uh, ball. And they're going to bounce it back out here for Zwiener. Left wing, there's Natalie Rasmussen. Rasmussen back around the perimeter here for Zwiener. Left side, Rasmussen. Again, they're being very patient. Flood's got it on that far side. She's picked up defensively by Amanda Klein. 
And now they're going to fire a three-pointer left side. No good, but an offensive rebound in underneath by J.C. Flood. And J.C. will give it back out here for Rasmussen. Rasmussen right side will give it for Flood, J.C. Flood. And they're trying to get it at the elbow. It's to Kenzie Linder, and that's going to be a hell ball. And so the possession arrow pointing to Axtell. Wildcats will have the basketball with a minute 17 to go here in the third quarter. So it'll be Pleasanton, the one seed, taking on four-seeded Overton in the semifinals Thursday at the Viero Center. Paige Lindau from the free throw line is going to bounce the ball back out here for Houchin. Houchin for three, no good. And tracking it down is going to be Rasmussen. Rasmussen, they throw it up ahead here for J.C. Flood. J.C. Flood on the baseline ran out of room. She ended up stepping on the baseline. And so that would be a pleasant turnover. Lauren Smith and Cheyenne Hollenforth going to check in for Pleasanton with 57.5 to go. We're late in the third quarter. 51-13 is our score. On the bounce here is Houchin. Houchin gives left side for Audrey Nelson. Nelson back out here for Houchin. Houchin uses a little screen. She's going to drive. She's going to flip. She's going to score. Trinity Houchin with a nice drive. She's now got four points in the game. So here, right wing with the basketball is going to be J.C. Flood. She'll cycle through after giving it here for Hollinsworth. Cheyenne will kick it out for Rasmussen. Rasmussen back on this left side. Now Rasmussen gets the ball back. She'll drive the baseline. We'll hand the ball off here for Cheyenne Hollinsworth. Hollinsworth back out here for J.C. Flood. She thought about the three. Instead, they get it top of the circle, try to throw it inside, and that's going to be a turnover. Good job there by Axdell getting hands out there. Eight seconds left. On the bounce, they're going to give it off on this left side here for Audrey Nelson. Nelson gives it right wing. Three-pointer going to be no good. And that shot by Klein can't be reeled in by anybody. So that will end three quarters of basketball. Pleasanton right now with a 51-15 to 15 lead over Axtell. And we'll return for the final eight minutes right after this. You're clear. Yeah. Did they hit the running clock then? We were two points away from the running clock. So probably going to get it then, huh? Well, I, uh, I, yeah, they're going to, yeah, they're going to go with their starters as Pleasanton. I got to think they'll outscore them by four here and get a running clock. And twenty seconds. Ten. 13, 14, 15, 17, 18. 10 seconds. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And welcome back here. Our seeds to success. Are brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Wiedis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Where can growers turn for weather, latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information help to get the most out of every acre? That's easy. Pioneer.com and mobile. Pioneer.com on the smartphone. The great seeds of success for a better yield start with Pioneer. And our seeds of success is recognizing 1,001 points in the career of Casey Pierce. Very successful career, obviously. On the baseline with it is Katie Linder. The starters are out there for Pleasanton with eight minutes to go in the ball game. Siegel is going to kick the ball right side out here for Pierce. She'll give it out for Belle Pates. Pates will cycle through after giving it to Siegel. 
on the baseline. Linder's got it. Linder will get it to the free throw line for Natalie Siegel. She'll dribble on this right side, and they'll work it back around the perimeter. They'll give it back out for Pierce. Pierce thought about the three, but thought it didn't want to shoot over the top of Snell there, so she'll give it off here for Katie Linder. And Linder will give it back out for Pierce. She'll fire a three and hit the three. 21 in the game, 1,004 on the career. So here comes Schmidt in the offensive end, 54 to 15. Left side, Snell. Snell, a little runner, will kiss it off the glass. Nice job there by Snell, banking that one in. She's got seven points in the game. So on the bounce here is going to be Siegel. She'll give right side for Pates. Back out for Pierce. Pierce shut off there nicely by Schmidt. So they'll throw it back in the corner there for Linder after she backed out with it. Katie on the drive is going to flip the ball back out here for Pierce. She's going to shoot the three in and out. No good. Offensive rebound. A bucket and a foul for Chelsea Fisher. So Fisher gets the board and the bucket. And with that, it's now 56 to 17. And a free throw here would mean we'd have a running clock because that would be at our 40-point plateau. So Fisher with the and one after pulling down the board, and the free throw is good. So as soon as they inbound the basketball, we'll have a running clock here, even if the ball goes out of bounds or we shoot free throws. 57-17 is our score. And Schmidt will bring it across the timeline. Pleasanton made a slew of substitutions, as did Axtell. Ball knocked loose, stole by Weisdorfer. Weisdorfer is going to lead the break. We'll bounce it up ahead here for Natalie Rasmus, and there'll be another turnover as we swap turnovers. Good defensive play there by Eckhoff to get the ball back here for Axtell. She'll give it here for J.C. Schmidt. Now right side, they give it for Snell. Snell's going to fire the three and hit the three. So she's got ten in the game, five of them coming in this quarter. And on the bounce here is going to be Natalie Rasmussen. She'll give left side here for Weisdorfer. On that left side, Taryn Flood's got it. She'll be picked up defensively by Snell, so she'll give it off here for Rasmussen. Weisdorfer's going to fire the three and hit the three. Reagan Weisdorfer now with seven points in the game. And so on the bounce here is going to be J.C. Smith. 60-20, to 20, five and a half minutes to go here with the running clock. Right side, Snell. She'll give it off here for Cassidy Halverson. Halverson, good open look there. Good shot. Wouldn't fall, though. And it's going to be rebounded by Molring. Molring will penetrate, kick the ball back out. Another three-pointer by Weisdorfer. And tracking down the rebound is going to be Taryn Flood. Flood will give it off right side here for Rasmussen. And Rasmussen will hit the jumper. Natalie Rasmussen, first bucket of the ball game. And a timeout being taken here. They're just going to stop the clock here for uh, a substitution timeout, essentially. So Axtell wanted to sub. So Amanda Klein will inbound the basketball. She'll give the ball up court here as they'll kick it on the right side. They lose it, and loose ball is going to be picked up by Rasmussen. So another turnover on Axtell, and they'll throw it up court here for Weisdorfer. Weisdorfer shots no good, and Weisdorfer can't reel it in after the miss. So bringing it up right now is going to be Ellie Johnson. Johnson will use up her dribble, top of the circle, and they'll bounce it here on the right side for Halbertson. 
And the nice drive by Cassidy Halbertson as she kisses it off the glass on that right wing. Good drive there by, by Cassidy. So now on the left side, Mulring's got it. Has the ball over her head, and she's going to snap it here on the right side for Rasmussen. Back to Mulring. Mulring picked up defensively there by Audrey Nelson. Gives it to uh, Weisdorfer. Weisdorfer and Rasmussen playing catch right now. Pleasanton's going to make a substitution of four players here in a moment. Driving is Haley Mulring. Missed the shot and an offensive rebound by Mulring. She'll get the board and the bucket. So she's got five rebounds and now four points. And on the bounce here is going to be Johnson. Johnson gives it off on this left side for, uh, I think that was Nelson. Back in the hands of Klein here. Now right side, Cassidy Halbertson. Halbertson gives on the right wing, and there's going to be a little walk. And for Pleasanton checking in is going to be Lauren Smith and Marina Zwiener. Rasmussen's going to stay out there. Also checking in the game here with Lauren Smith is... Uh, J.C. Flood. And they'll give it off that left side for Cheyenne Hollinsworth. Hollinsworth helps work the ball back around the perimeter. Pass is deflected, but Zwiener picks it up. And Marina will cycle through after giving it off right side here for Hollinsworth. Three minutes to go. Left side, Zwiener thought about the three. Doesn't want to shoot over the top of Audrey Nelson. So they'll work the ball back around here for Rasmussen. She'll give top of the circle for Flood. Now right side for Zwiener. Back to Flood on that left wing. And right now, it's like a little 1-3-1 zone here for Axtell, and they're moving very well defensively. Rasmussen has it. She's going to skip the ball over here for Zwiener. Zwiener gives top of the circle. Now back left side for Natalie Rasmussen. Pass over there, going to be knocked out of bounds by the Wildcats. Good defense there between Howerson and Nelson. They help knock the ball away. Checking in here is Callie Van Deest. She's going to check in. And also uh, Megan Kinshu going to check in. So Flood will give it off here for Zwiener. Back to Flood. And Flood to, gives it to Zwiener. She'll shoot a three and hit the three. Marina Zwiener drains the three-pointer. With less than two minutes to go in the basketball game. 67-22 our score. And on the bounce is going to be Johnson. She'll cycle through after giving it on the right wing here for Howerson. And the pass is going to end up going off the foot. Of Axtell. That was a pass that was deflected there by J.C. Flood, the forced turnover. So here comes Rasmussen up court. She'll give it to Zwiener. Flood's open on that back side if they can find her. They're going to give it off on this right side for Zwiener. She's going to shoot another three. That's no good. And uh, Howerson had the ball, but when she dribbled, she ends up pounding it on the baseline. So it's going to stay here. With Pleasanton, they're going to inbound it, fire a three, and hit the three. J.C. Flood drains the three-pointer with a minute nine to go here. It's 70-22. to 22. Johnson gives left side. And now they're going to enter it down low, leaning in there. Turnaround jumper here by, by Van Deest, and Van Deest will get the bucket and the foul. The foul is going to be called here on Lauren Smith. That's going to be her first. And so Van Deest with the hoop and the harm. And she cannot finish the three-point play. It's rebounded by Zwiener. So Pleasanton will bring it up court here. And they'll throw it out here for Natalie Rasmussen. Rasmussen will skip it out here for J.C. Flood. Over for Zwiener. 
Kick back out here for Rasmussen. Rasmussen working the baseline. Throws it down low here for, for Hollinsworth. Hollinsworth got the ball on the inside, put up a shot, and I think she was fouled. And that's probably going to be about the last little bit of basketball we have here is Cheyenne Hollinsworth going to the free throw line to shoot two as she was going up. Yep, two shots. The horn's going to sound here in just a second. So right now it's 70 to 24, and while the horn's still going, Hollinsworth puts up the first to two free throws. And the second free throw bounces around and is good. So Hollinsworth provides the final margin here. It's Pleasanton with a 71 to 24 win at home over Axtell. They'll advance to the conference semifinals where they'll take on Loomis, excuse me, who, where they'll take on Overton, who is a 36 27 winner over Amherst. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have the new Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery post game show coming up right after this. You're clear. How many minutes of commercials do we got to do here? Um, let me see. Um, it's like three-ish minutes, three, four minutes, something like that. Not counting this break or counting this break? At least for the individual game sponsors, because there was like, for Pleasanton, there alone, there was like eight, and then Actel, there was nine. So. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven girls scored. One, two, Thirty three, seconds, four, okay. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve girls rebounded. Yeah, that'll be fine. All right. Six, nine, eleven, twelve, thirteen, seventeen, twenty-two, twenty-four, twenty-six. Ten seconds. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Pleasanton at home, the top seed. They roll tonight, 71 to 24 over Axtell. And this is the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Post Game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Axtell falls now to nine and 10 on this season. And uh, checking the numbers for them, in double figures tonight was Abby Snell. She finished with 10 points and three rebounds, four points, a couple of boards, 
for Trinity Houchin. Two points for Cassidy Howardson late in the game. Two points and a rebound for Lexi Eckhoff. Three points, one rebound for J.C. Schmidt. A point for Paige Lindau from the free throw line. Callie Van Deest with a uh, bucket. She finished with two and two rebounds here for Jaden Robinson. Uh, unofficially, Axdell with nine rebounds. They were out-rebounded 26-9 to here in the game. And they turned the ball over unofficially uh, 24 times. As, again, Pleasanton got that rolling clock. They win it by a final of 71-24. to And for the Bulldogs, well, they had 11 players score and a dozen pull down at least one rebound. They were led tonight by Casey Pierce, who finished with 21 points and five rebounds. As a result, she has 104, 1,004 points in her career, so she's over the 1,000-point mark, finishing with 21 points and five rebounds. Also in double figures tonight was Katie Linder. She finished with 10 points and two rebounds. Marina Zwiener, three points and a board, two points and one rebound for Natalie Rasmussen. Cheyenne Hollinsworth had one point and one rebound. Seven points for Natalie Siegel. Seven points, three rebounds for Reagan Weisdorfer. Four points, three rebounds for Bell Pates. A rebound here for Kinsey Linder. Three points, one rebound for J.C. Flood. Four points, four rebounds for Haley Molring. A couple of rebounds for Taryn Flood. And Chelsea Chelsea Fisher finished with nine points and four rebounds. Pleasanton led at halftime, 28 to 13, they scored 21 points in that third quarter, and they win this one by a final of 71 to 24. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, hopefully have a chance to talk with the two head coaches, Jordan Arnsdorf from Pleasanton and Brian Hubbard for Axtell. We'll continue with more of our postgame show right after this. <laughs> you are clear. Do a couple of minutes. Sounds good. How long until we're back? Mm, about 40 seconds. All right. Well, don't start without me. Keep going until I get back. I'm going to grab Coach Einstorf. Okay. All right, he's going to be on his way here shortly, so I'll take it whenever whenever he's on his way. All right, is 15 seconds good? Yep, that'll be fine. All right, 10 seconds. 
I'll scoot over. Five, four, three, two, one. And welcome back here to Pleasanton. The Bulldogs with a 71-24 win to make it into the conference semifinals. And Jordan Arnsdorf, a head basketball coach here for Pleasanton. You know, you got a lot to celebrate tonight, Coach. You make it back to the semifinals. Nice win. And, you know, it's a, it was a nice moment for Casey Pierce uh, yeah. finishing with, uh, you know, over 1,000 points on the on her career so far. Still some work to do. Yeah, you know, what a special group. Um, you know, Isabel was able to get her 1,000th point a few weeks ago. And now uh, Casey tonight. So, that doesn't happen too often when you have two girls and you're starting five with a thousand points over their career. But, you know, those girls have been playing since their freshman year and uh, they've had a lot of success. And um, it's fun to see that. And, and it, it almost seemed like they wanted to get that over with. They, they didn't want to have to take that. We got to find that thousandth point. They didn't want to take that to the uh, Viero Center. Yeah, you know, it's always fun to do that at home, too, and kind of get recognized and uh, do it in front of your home crowd. Um, so, yeah, that was great. She had a big game. Um, you know, she's been struggling to shoot the ball a little bit lately, but you know, tonight I think she shot it really well. I think she had four threes, maybe four or five. And, uh, so, you know, it was fun to see her play well. And as a team, you know, we've been kind of in a shooting slump ever since that Adam central game. And, and, uh, eventually we're going to get out of that. And, you know, tonight I think we shot a lot better than we have recently, especially in that third quarter. Yeah. And, and again, Casey's a big, big part of that. She got the hot hand, so they kept kind of feeding her. And I think the, a couple of those three she hit were back-to-back trips. Yeah, she came out in the second half and got two back-to-back steals. She really got us going. And I thought we really looked like a million bucks in that the first four minutes in the third quarter. And that was, you know, that first, that third quarter was kind of championship style basketball, what it, you know, uh, should look like and um, that was fun to see because it was really what you guys want to do and that is force the turnovers and score off of them you guys scored yeah. a, a ton of points in transition tonight and that's that's the key we want to get in transition um you know we don't we want to score as much as we can in transition and and not play in the half court as much as we can so um uh yeah you know and i thought we did that tonight with our press and we got a lot of deflections deflections are key we were able to get our hands on the ball and and um score off of it well you you know you're the one seed you you, you play the winner of the eight nine game you know so i mean you're 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 heavy favorite coming in a little worried that maybe you guys might be a little flat coming in or what, what is your take on how yeah, you, guys you know responded? we haven't played in a week either you know we had we had a game get dropped and so we didn't have a game all last week and so which was kind of nice to to get some more practice time we also were able to give the girls last monday and tuesday off so i figured we'd come out a little rusty and we showed that in the first half. But um, as the game went on, we definitely played through that. And I thought, you know, with us not having a game in a week, we look pretty fresh and we look quick and we look fast out there. And so that was fun to see going into Thursday. So to back up a little bit, you, you mentioned a few times that uh, you, you guys have kind of struggled offensively since the Adams Central game. Yeah. That's a game you didn't have to play. It's, it's, it was basically good on good. What what is that, that that game kind of taught you? Is that game still potentially going to be able to help build you and help you get where you want to go, which is cutting down the nets in Lincoln again? Yeah, you know, we we did not have our best stuff that day, and uh, that was a that was a frustrating loss, I think. And you know, honestly, I think it you know going forward the the last four weeks we kind of lingered over that a little bit too much, and. And we just needed to get that out of our heads and move on. And, yeah, no doubt it'll um, help us in the long run. And we know we didn't have our best stuff. And, you know, since then we've been really struggling to shoot the ball. But I think we have a good team and we have good shooters. And eventually we're going to shoot out of that and 
and I, hopefully tonight's kind of the, the start of that. Well, uh, you know who you're going to be playing in the semifinals, obviously. Overton, they, they look pretty good tonight. Uh, they, they had a tight win uh, earlier against Amherst, but really the game wasn't in a, in a whole lot of doubt tonight. Give me a quick scouting report on Overton and what you guys are going to have to do on Thursday. Yeah, it's kind of two opposite teams. You know, Overton wants to play in the half court, slow it down. We want to get up and down. So, um, and I think we match up pretty well with them, and that can be said about them too. They probably match up pretty well with us too. So, you know, it'll be a good game. Um, you know, we know Overton's got good players and good athletes, and they're well coached, and we're going to have to have our best stuff to move on to Saturday for sure. Is it uh, is it too easy to say just whoever sets the pace is going to win the game? Yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, if, if the game gets slowed down, that's definitely in their favor, and if we can speed them up and get in transition, that's definitely in our favor. So, um, yeah, we already played them earlier this year at Overton, and, and I thought they caused us some issues a little bit. And so we're going to need to work on that the next two days and see if we can have those fixed um, Thursday. All right. Hey, Jordan, appreciate that. Yep, thanks for covering us. All right. Thank you. Jordan Ahrensdorf, the head basketball coach here for Pleasanton. Lady Bulldogs with a 71-24 to win. And they advance to the uh, conference semifinals against Overton. We'll talk about that schedule and a whole lot more. Hopefully I have a chance to talk with Brian Hubbard, head basketball coach for, for Axtell. In fact, uh, Coach Hubbard's on his way. We'll talk to him when we return right after this. You're clear. Uh, how are we on spots? I'll do a couple more minutes here. Oh, uh, yeah. We got all the individual game spotters done. So we got all the spots yeah. covered. Yeah. Well, well let's, let's make everybody happy. Can we make everybody happy? I want to make everybody happy. Exactly. Thirty seconds sound okay? Yeah. All right. Be fine. <clears throat> I'll keep this short, Coach. Ten seconds. I had you guys with 24 turnovers. Does that feel about right? Five, four, (laughs) three, two, one. And welcome back here to Pleasanton. It was not an easy night here for Axtell head coach Brian Hubbard, who fell 71 to 24. You knew tonight was going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, you know you're going to play the the defending state champ and probably, uh, you know, somebody who's going to give a run for another uh, title down in Lincoln. Uh, It's going to be a tough one. Um, but you know, we came out with a game plan. We wanted to take away the middle and we wanted to make them shoot jumpers 15 feet and out. And you know, in the first, first quarter, first half looked okay for us, looked okay for us. You know, there was a few times where Arnsdorf was kind of shaking his head, wondering, you know, what, what, where are we going to score? How are we going to score this? And, uh, you know, that felt good. Uh, you come out in the second half, we come out in the second half and, and Pleasanton goes on a. 16 or 18 point run and pretty well put us away there but um you know we we did some good things and we got some games coming up where uh, you know a little easier right. competition and and so we're hoping to get a couple wins here um next week yeah uh, which it's obviously you know still you're nine and ten it's not it's not like the season has you know tonight feels pretty deflating but there's still a lot of th- things in front of you guys right you know we we look at our calendar our schedule and i think we've won the games we should have and i and i think we lost the games where maybe we're the underdog uh it's it's always nice to sneak one of those games where you're the underdog and i and you know maybe you count will hill 
Uh, Wilcox Hildreth has one of those games where we, we snuck one. Um, but we matched up with them pretty well that night. Uh, and, and then the next two games we've got, they're pretty even matched, Loomis and Southwest. And, you know, if we can play decent basketball, handle some pressure, and, and shoot a, a better percentage, then we'll be in a ball game. Because that really was one of those things that hurt you. I think he played well enough in that first half defensively to start, you know, renting a little space in Pleasanton's head there a little bit. If you guys have been able to hit some shots in that first half, you really could have made things tight. Yeah, you know, we've, we've got a couple good shooters. In fact, the last five games where we've won the last five games leading into this one, and we've shot at about 38% in those five games and, uh, you know, didn't, didn't tonight, which we had better uh, defense. Uh, in front of us tonight than we did in the last five games. But um, I've got some good jumpers, some good jump shooters that can hit some shots if they get their feet set on good rhythm shots and, you know, just didn't didn't get our feet set as much as we wanted to today. So uh, what are some things you still kind of really want to want to tweak here the next few practices? Well, pressure, obviously. we got to handle that pressure a little bit better. They put uh, they put that zone press on us. They put the, the man press on us, and we've really got to figure out how to handle that. We're, we're down Jesse Bertrand, who was really a, a good ball handler for us, and we won't have her the rest of the season. And so we got some other kids that need to step up in some spots to, to handle basketball. Yeah. Uh, one thing that got away from us tonight was was transition. Pleasanton's got the, the luxury of having 6'2", 6'0", 6'0", standing on the block, so they can leak a, a guard or two down the floor because they're going to pull down 9 out of 10 defensive rebounds. You know, they're not going to get outboarded by, uh, by a shorter team, and so they can leak players out. We knew that was going to happen. It's just it's really hard to get that through your mind that, shot goes i gotta get back yeah and and they're also strong enough that they can get it up court with a long yeah pass yeah too. those guard or those post players and even their guard players can can throw a three-quarter court pass on the money uh, i don't know if they practice those baseball throw those baseball passes or what but but they throw them well and so you know something that you don't see every night pleasanton yeah. is a, the type of team that you just don't see that night to night you see that really the only time we've seen a team this good is, is them. We've played them twice and the score has been about the same both times. They do some things that you just don't see. Yeah. Hey, Brian, good luck to you. Appreciate the time. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Brian Hubbard, basketball coach here for Axtell. Tough night here for the Lady Wildcats. They uh, follow by a final of 71 to 24. So next up for them, they'll be taking on uh, Overton. That game will be on Thursday at 6 o'clock at the Viero Center. And uh, let me see if I can get the update here on uh, Elm Creek at last report. Uh, Elm Creek was ahead of Wilcox Hildreth. They had, they had trailed at the end of the first quarter, but last score I saw was 38-32. It is now a final. Uh, Elm Creek over Wilcox Hildreth, but a nail-biter. Uh, Elm Creek with a 48-45 win over Wilcox Hildreth. So Elm Creek will make it into the uh, quarterfinals as well. So our second game on Thursday will uh, feature Elm Creek taking on Loomis, and that will be at uh, Thursday at 745 at the Viero Center. Don't forget, tomorrow we'll have uh, more Fort Carney Conference boys action for you here on Power 99. Beginning at 5 o'clock, Ansley Litchville will take on Sumner Eddieville Miller in Loomis, and then the 730 game will have the top seed Loomis taking on Overton. Over on ESPN Radio tomorrow, they'll be in Elm Creek. And the 5 o'clock game has third-seeded Amherst taking on Pleasanton at 5. That'll be followed by Elm Creek, the two-seed, taking on Highline. And that one's scheduled for a 7.30 tip-off. Here on Power 99, we'll have the Luplak Conference semifinals for you Thursday and Friday. And don't forget that on ESPN Radio, 
92.1 FM, as well as 1460 AM. And, of course, on your smart devices, we'll have coverage for you on Plant River Radio on Thursday night. The boys, the girls' uh, semifinals on Thursday. We'll have the boys' quarterfinals tomorrow, both on ESPN and on Power 99. I'm Randy Bushcutter. For uh, our, everybody involved, and I certainly want to say thanks to all the folks here in Pleasanton for their great hospitality. Once again, our finals tonight, it was Pleasanton with a 71-24 win over Axtell. Earlier tonight, it was Overton over Amherst, 36-27. to I'm Randy Bushcutter. Thanks so much for joining us. Good night, everybody. You are clear. Night, Zane. All right. Bye. Bye.